Welcome to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 107.7 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. It is July 15th. Happy Thursday. It's beautiful outside. It's a nice little breeze in the air, keeping it kind of a cooler type of morning. Looks like uh, the weather is actually taking a little dip today in uh, the temperatures. Something a little different. We'll talk more about that coming up next, as well as your daily news beat. Eric's coming in to join me for the latter half of the show today, right around 820. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. It'll be a lot of fun, so make sure to stick around. Here's Dua Lipa with Break My Heart on 1077 The Beat. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at Thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Some fire update for you. Despite gusty winds and continued hot and dry conditions, there was minimal growth for the Grandview Fire, nine miles northeast of Sisters. During a Facebook community meeting last night, officials said no homes or outbuildings have been lost, although more than 400 are threatened. Level 2 and Level 3 evacuation notices are in effect for residents northeast of Sisters. The Grandview Fire is nearly 6,000 acres and is 14% contained. Also, the Darlene Fire. Three homes, 11 structures, and an RV have been destroyed in the Darlene Fire east of Lapine. Fire crews successfully held the blaze inside the containment lines. Air tankers were used yesterday to hit spot fires on the east side of the blaze. The Darlene Fire is estimated at 588 acres. Also, the Boot Lake Fire, 28 miles northeast of Klamath Falls, continues to burn. It has grown to more than 212,000 acres and is only 5% contained. Take a look at your forecast today. Looks like high is going to be right around 90 degrees. A little cooler than what we've experienced by only a couple degrees. Tomorrow, it'll be interesting. We'll be in the mid-80s. It'll feel definitely different than mid-90s. Uh, but don't worry. Come Saturday and Sunday, we'll be back in the 90s for the foreseeable future. Currently in Bend, it is 55, 52 in Prineville and 45 in Sisters. Have you ever borrowed a book from the library, checked it out, and completely forgot you had it? Next thing you know, you go back to the library to rent more books, and uh, you have a lot of overdue book returned charges. Now, what if you forgot that you had this book for 300 years? Because this happened to a particular woman who obviously inherited this book. Uh, coming up next, I'll have details on this crazy story. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. If you ever thought that you've racked up a lot of overdue book return charges, wait till you hear this story. These church officials at Sheffield Cathedral in England recently received a package in the mail containing a book which had been borrowed from their library more than 300 years ago. This book, uh, which is a 1704 printing of the faith and practice of a Church of England man also contained a note from a woman explaining that her godmother had passed away and she found the book amongst her belongings. She also found a will requesting that the book be returned to Sheffield Cathedral. It's amazing. Uh, Reverend Canon Keith Farrow at the church at the church says he believes the book was checked out in 1709. He said the church is thrilled to have the book back and has promised to waive the overdue fees. Can you even guess how um, much money this woman racked up in overdue fees? I'll let you do some fast math. And, you know, back then, uh, you know, checking out a book in 1709, it was probably about a nickel a day. So if you can do some quick math. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that to you. The fine was about $5,000, $5,500. 
And so it's nice that he went ahead and uh, waived that fee. But I'm surprised they didn't just put it back in the box and give it back to this particular woman. It'd probably throw off their catalog, not being a part of it for 300 years. Coming up this hour, the latest with the Tiger King limited series, the one where Nicolas Cage is to play Joe Exotic. I've got details also uh, coming up pretty soon. Eric's going to be joining me for the latter half of this show. It's Thursday mornings with Eric starting around 820. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at Thomason.com. Good morning. It's Megan. Deschutes County is in the process of upgrading its 911 emergency system. County Commissioner Tony DeBone says their focus will be on public safety operations in rural parts of the county where he says the 911 service reach needs to be stronger. He says they'll be investing in tower improvements in strategic locations during this this fiscal year to bring all areas in the county up to optimal capability. Also, COCC will be giving out more than $7 million in federal aid this summer as grants to needy students. The monetary awards will range from $400 to $1,300 per term to help students with their tuition, living expenses, and other school-related costs. The aid is part of the government's 2020 Coronavirus Relief Act. Take a look at your forecast today. Looks like high is going to be in the mid-80s to upper um, upper 80s. Some of us reaching 90 degrees today. Um, staying sunny, nice blue skies. The sun is setting right around 845. Tomorrow, mid-80s, which will be a nice uh, little break from uh, what we've ex- been experiencing. But don't worry, we're back to the 90s come Saturday and through next week's work week. Currently in Bend, it's 61, 57 in Prineville, and 50 in Sisters. Coming up next, the latest with Amazon, Nicolas Cage, and a Tiger King limited series. Can't wait to tell you what's coming up. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. There's been several talks about different docu-series, limited series, uh, remakes of Tiger King because Tiger King came out right at the beginning of the pandemic. Perfect timing because we all needed something to sit and watch during lockdown. And did we sit and watch it? My goodness. It's like every 15 minutes, my my jaw was to the floor. It's like I couldn't believe what was happening on television and that this was real life. Uh, If you haven't seen it, it's definitely still worth watching. Here's the thing, though, is that it looks like it might be the only kind of Tiger King that we will see for quite some time because Amazon has decided to abandon the Tiger King show with Nicolas Cage. Uh, Yeah, it it turns out um, on Tuesday, Nicolas Cage told Verity that he read two excellent scripts, but Amazon ultimately felt the material had become past tense. He says, Tiger King was lightning in a bottle, but has since faded and is no longer relevant, which kind of makes sense. It was it really was what everybody was talking about a year ago. I mean, probably a year ago, March, what everybody was talking about and all, all the different memes, the phenomenon, the fact that the Internet was all talking about Tiger King was wild. But to be honest, it is a little dated. You don't see too many memes of Tiger King anymore. However, some uh, Hollywood insiders say that CBS Studios will attempt to move the project to another outlet, even without Nicolas Cage. I mean, the NBC streaming service Peacock also has a Tiger King series in development with Saturday Night Live comic Kate McKinnon starring as Carol Baskin. 
So I don't think it's the end of Tiger King. I just think Amazon is deciding to pull out for the fact that um, it's not as relevant as it once was. But man, what an exotic show. If you haven't seen Tiger King, I definitely think it's worth it. Volvo Cars Bend is hosting an adoption event with the Humane Society of Central Oregon. If it's time to get a furry friend, it's this weekend, Saturday, July 17th, 9 a.m. to 6, an all-day event, and it's happening at Volvo Bend on North Highway 97 next to Space Age Gas. I have another really awesome event to look forward to um, more towards the end of this month coming up next. Munch and Music is happening tonight. Free concerts in Drake Park. Of course, amazing food carts are there. They have bouncy houses for the kids and everything in between. All the different vendors that um, get set up this afternoon. I'm going to be helping my friend Tony. She's with Ben Photo Tours. And I'll definitely be hanging out for Munch and Music this evening. Also something to look forward to the weekend of July 23rd through the 25th is Balloons Over Bend. They're returning and it's so exciting because it's they're so beautiful. The five balloons in total launching each day at dawn from High Desert Middle School, which is really spectacular to see. Other events include on Friday, July 23rd is the Balloon Blast Kids Race at COCC and the Night Glow Festival at COCC is also that evening, July 23rd. More details uh, about the whole weekend and Balloons Over Bend at balloonsoverbend.com. Coming up this hour, it's Thursday mornings with Eric, so he'll be joining me for the latter half of this show. Looking forward to catching up with him. He just made a trip over to Arizona, down to Arizona, and uh, had a great comedy run, uh, several nights of doing some stand-up, so looking forward to hearing how that all went. Um, He's going to have his top headlines. We've got lots to catch up on. Definitely stick around. Your newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Some fire updates for you. Despite gusty winds and continued hot and dry conditions, there was minimal growth of the Grandview Fire nine miles northeast of Sisters. During a Facebook community meeting last night, officials said no homes or outbuildings have been lost, although more than 400 are threatened. Level 2 and Level 3 evacuation notices are in effect for residents northeast of Sisters. The Grandview Fire is nearly 6,000 acres and is 14% contained. Also for the Darlene Fire, three homes, 11 structures, and an RV have been destroyed in the Darlene Fire east of Lapine. Fire crews successfully held the blaze inside the containment lines. Air takers were used yesterday to hit spot fires on the east side of the blaze. The Darlene Fire is estimated at 588 acres. And the Bootleg Fire, 28 miles northeast of Klamath Falls, continues to burn. It has grown to more than 212,000 acres and is only 5% contained. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be right around 90 degrees. Sunny blue skies and our overnight lows are going to be in the mid-50s. Our sun is setting right around 845 this evening. Tomorrow, mid-80s, a little um, dip in the daytime high is just about 5 degrees, but I think we'll feel the difference. Um, Come Saturday and Sunday, however, we'll be back in the 90s and it looks like into next week's work week as well. Currently in Bend, it is 50, no, it's 64, 63 in Prineville and 59 in Sisters. Megan in the morning listeners, put your hands together for this entertainer, content creator, and media professional man. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. And he's back. Welcome back. It's like I never left. Exactly. 
I almost didn't. Well, but you did, though. I did. You went all the way down south. I did. I went to Arizona. Which is wild because it's already hot here in Central I Oregon. Know, I can't even imagine. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, I was excited to do shows and it was kind of still in the middle of the pandemic when I booked the one show. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, I'll see if I can put some other ones around it. And I just wasn't thinking middle of the desert, middle of summer. Uh-huh. It was scorchingly hot. Really? And they have like, I don't know if you knew this, but they have sandstorms. Oh my gosh, no. I like they're full blown sandstorms on the highway. So on the highway? Uh-huh. Is this like does it just pick up and like hit you like a ton of bricks? Yep. Your or? phone gets this really scary alert and it's like, hey, get ready to just pull off when you can't see anything because it's gonna happen. You're driving right into one. Wow. Big gusts of wind. Well, big gusts of wind, a lot of sand, a lot of rain all at once, just kind of overwhelms. And I had a little rental car which which couldn't handle it. So oh. I, I would have to hide under bridges and stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. Well, this sounds like quite the adventure. It was. You know, just one week apart, Eric, and uh, we've got lots to catch up I've on. really grown. Yeah, you really have. Now, um, Eric's hanging out with the remainder of the shows. You know, it's Thursday mornings with Eric. We're definitely going to dive more into Arizona and how the shows went. Looking forward to hearing Absolutely. more about that. Plus, I was thinking about, you know, the fact that it's wedding season. Uh, we're going to dive into many things and topics surrounding weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got your top headlines we'll I look do. forward to. I do. Cool. It's going to be a fun show per usual. Buckle up. Thursday mornings with Eric. All the hits 1077 The Beat Thursday mornings with Eric and you are back from Arizona. I made it back. Yeah, no kidding. Well, these sandstorms that you're talking about yeah. sound wild. I don't want to paint a wrong picture here. I mean, it didn't happen every single moment on the road, but I ran into two of them and they were pretty obnoxious. Well, when you, we don't have anything like that up here. No, I mean, it's it's close to like when when like a really bad like rainstorm goes okay. like where it's, it's the rain's falling so heavily that it's hard it to kind see. of it's hitting the ground and your windshield so hard that you some people have to pull it was kind of like that except for plus sand and, right. and like the car i was in just didn't feel structurally sound <laughs> i want to know what the sand does to cars that's got to be kind of treacherous well i don't know but i'm sure to the little hyundai accent that i was oh, in it wasn't no. doing good things <laughs> that thing sounded like a golf cart so you were down in Arizona for a couple of uh, stand-up comedy shows. Yep. Um, did you get a chance to meet anybody awesome, new, fun friends? Did your content, was it received well? How did the shows go? Yeah, it was really fun to tell jokes to a bunch of strangers in a place that I don't live again. Yeah. Uh, it's been so long since I've done that. Um, right out of the pandemic, of course, I did shows in Bend. And I did a couple shows in Chicago, but those were around people that I kind of knew at least a little bit. Uh, so it was really fun. The shows went great. Good. Uh, the, all of the local comics were very hospitable. Uh, everyone is very glad to be, you know, seeing out of town comics coming through again. And so the bookers were also very hospitable. Not everyone's able to pay what they used to pay. Sure. But they're definitely trying to ramp back up. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was like super accommodating. And I had a great time. Good. Yeah. And now were you like, oh my gosh, I just met the next very funny person. <laughs> there Did was you- a couple great comedians. I didn't realize that the Phoenix area was had so many young and funny comedians I, th- I didn't realize it was such a hotbed but you know that's yeah. part of stand-up it, it, it's hiding where you don't know it i bet uh it's the it's the sleeping sister wow <laughs> stand up yep the sleeping sister yep and so you made your way back did you fly down there and everything everything with your flight went okay i did yeah i flew there it was 
pretty crowded, uh-huh. but also pretty seamless as well. So I can't complain. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. Being like a year and a half into doing life like this yeah. and then completely flipping the switch. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of a gradual like opening things back up again. But in a lot of ways, I feel like it was just like we are off, yeah. off and then we're on. Yeah. And in my experience in Arizona, it was very, they were very ready to be just back on. Yeah, they, really? were very, they were very much just <laughs> on, uh, which was fun, but also an adjustment. Yeah, I bet. Well, welcome back. Thank you very much. Coming up next, um, it's wedding season, meaning bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. And I have a feeling you've got a, don't you have a couple that you're going to? Yeah, and I'm excited for them, but they're it's they're pretty far away. So it's a little obnoxious too. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Well, I was curious as you were in Arizona, did you see any um, bachelorettes? I did see a couple of bachelorette parties. There was one actually at the comedy club I was doing on Friday night. Oh, did you play off of them at all? I had to. <laughs> I bet they are so glad you did. They loved it. Yeah, absolutely. They were pretty annoying, but I managed to make it work. (laughs) Well, cool. We'll talk more about that. And then, of course, your upcoming bachelor parties this year. Yeah. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Well, Eric, you have a couple of couple of bachelor parties that you're gearing up for this year. I do. And the way that you're smirking about it, I'm like, what do you guys have in store? Here's the thing. I have a very specific feeling about bachelor parties. I had a great one myself. I, I enjoy them very much. But I feel like with bachelor parties, it's a lot like Halloween as a kid. <laughs> like right? How? Because at first, it's so much fun. Yes. Yes. You're dressing up. You get to go out and ha- with your friends and just go wild it's crazy and then you grow up a little bit like let's say like the high school age where you're like i'm too old to be trick-or-treating yeah and that's like now i'm married and it's not that i'm too old to be going on bachelor parties but going completely wild the way we did I, when we were first doing bachelor parties I told, it's a lot it's yeah. so many days of <laughs> of heavy exciting partying yes it starts to feel like it's for the kids and not, and not for me you know what i mean yeah. for the guys who aren't married yet and stuff so sometimes like the level of escalation like now, now you know at first my mind was fun but it, i said to them and you know everyone who can make it on this certain date and you can pick the place. I don't care where we go as long as everyone can be there. Yeah. And now it's like, all right, here's the date. We're going to Mexico and we've uh, got a, this planned and yeah. you got to catch this flight because there's, I mean, it's getting insane. It, they're crazy. The level of coordination going on to make these parties happen. I'm like, what is going on? What was uh, your bachelor party like? It was really fun. Like I said, it was, I didn't have very high expectations. I just wanted everyone to be in one place. I didn't care where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Montreal, okay, which was super fun. <laughs> it's kind of random. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect it. <laughs> it was super fun. But um, really cool. Yeah. It was so much fun. They were like, we're going to Montreal. I was like, yeah, sure. Because at this time you were living over near that. You know. uh, yeah, okay. I was in I was in New York okay. at the time, so I, that I told them to pick a place. Coming from here, <laughs> yep. And one of them got it in their head that that was a fun place to go, and convinced everyone else. I was like, "That's exactly what I wanted. Just yeah. pick a spot." Um, but now it's getting very specific. It's getting so intense, just like you're saying. And I feel like bachelorettes too. Like there's like just just to bring it back to the Halloween point, there are costumes. Mm-hmm. The bachelorette, like it's this T-shirt at this pool yeah. party, and then it's going to be you all wear black, and the bride's going to wear white, or you all wear booty shorts, and because we're going to do like a cowgirl theme, yeah. it is a total costume then, fiasco fiasco party. And then for better or worse. Everyone eats too much candy and someone has to babysit. And that's so true. 
Okay, Eric, I have a very um, serious scenario to present to you. I'm a very serious person. I'm going to give you some time to think about it, so don't feel like you need to answer it right now. Mm -hmm. So a magical genie appears and offers you a choice. One million in untaxed dollars or the ability to go back to the age of 18 and start your adult life over. What do you choose and why? Wow. I know. I love those questions. I'm I'm stewing. I'm stewing. Okay, good. Well, you've got some time to think about it. Is it going to be tough or pretty easy for you? I think it might be hard. (laughs) Olivia Rodrigo with a little bit of Eric's lip syncing over there. Very passionate. I love that song. How do you feel about her as a pop artist? I don't know that much of her work yet, but that song is really catchy. Yeah, she's got some catchy stuff. She's kind of reminding me of like the powerhouse of Taylor Swift with a like different kind of flair. With a much different flavor to her. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Without the country background. Yes. So she's got a little edge to her already. Which I like. Yeah, I'm into it. Okay, the question is, Eric, so a magical genie appears and offers you a choice. One million in untaxed dollars or the ability to go back to the age of 18 and start your adult life over. What do you choose and why? So many questions. One, is it Will Smith-esque genie (laughs) a la live action Aladdin? Uh, 100%. Okay, thank goodness. That's a relief. Uh, My second question is um, for the... the knowledge the 18 year old thing mm-hmm. would you have the not would you be able to start again with the knowledge of the life you've gone back from yes that's interesting i agree i don't know that i and this is where it really gets interesting for me because now i have the decision for me is would i enjoy going from 18 to now more with the knowledge i have mm-hmm. or would i was going through it and crash coursing through is that the perp? Is that what was that? Is that what I enjoyed about it? Is that why I'd want to go back? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. Because would you want to just relive it again? Because it was so great. Was it so fun to like experience that? Because it was all new every step of the way. And going back, would that make it less fun? Because I now know what would happen, and you'd be. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's nothing new about it at that point. So that's so that's getting deep into the reason why I would maybe not want that one. Okay. With the million and unmarked, and untaxable, we imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the problem there is that's not actually this. This question may not have been adjusted for inflation. I completely agree. Should right? we add it to like 10 million? I mean, if it's 10 million, <laughs> it's making the answer much easier. And I think that's why maybe it's stated uh, a million. That's a good point. Because it's almost not enough money. Then you have to figure out how you're going to introduce that cash that's technically not anywhere else into your life. Yeah. You have to launder it into your life. Yeah, right. Or just spend cash the rest of your life and never get a quarter of the way through it. So I actually a tough question is it do you have an answer i think i would automatically go with the money because i as much as yeah being 18 and being able to if i could tell my 18 year old self something you know i've there's many lists right but i also (laughs) think with so many yes um, i'd say so many things like you you're allowed to miss taco tuesday and not do bottomless everything like incubus wasn't that important right Right. (laughs) yes so there are many things i could go back and tell my 18 year old self but i'm also really glad that like you said that i just kind of went through it you crash course it you learn a lot Mm -hmm. i grew a lot during those ages you know during that over 10 years now but at the same time it was a lot of fun yeah and see that the fun i'm i'd want to go back for the fun but i'm wondering if it would be less fun if i know what's going to happen i think that it would be and i also think that you and i would be worried that we might be messing up and that we're not having as much fun oh my gosh we have something to compare it to such an accurate point i would that's probably the most accurate point i would have to go with the money because you're right yeah i would have to i would be comparing it to my previous experience going through i'd be like oh man i'm blowing it this time why did i go back why did i waste my genie wish will smith come back i want the million 
Coming up next on Eric's Top Headlines. We have some uh, strange state legislation changes. Oh. So we're going to talk about some new rules in New York and some new rules in Hawaii. Oh, good to know. Yeah. And uh, one of them is around barbers and one's around goats. <laughs> wow. We'll find out which one is which next. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. And now, Eric's Top Headlines. So I don't think anyone knew this, but um, it was illegal until July 13th to for a barber to give a haircut on a Sunday in New York. What? That is true. Wait, you lived in New York. Is that true? Uh, it was on the books. An archaic law that made, a mis- made it a misdemeanor to cut hair on Sundays has been shaved from the books. Oh, I like the wording. Yeah, right. And that was, uh, that was uh, Governor Cuomo. Wow. Yeah. So the rarely enforced law uh, was sheer madness. Oh. So there was an, an additional pun. So he tweeted a bunch of puns about. This, this is pretty good. So so he changed the law so that he could tweet a bunch of puns. So yeah. <laughs> I kind of love that. Uh, it's not splitting hairs to say that barbers would be able to work any day they want. Uh-huh. So a whole p- paragraph of puns to accompany the changing legislation. Multiple barbers said in the state that they had no idea that there was such a law in the books. So I probably got haircuts on Sunday. Oh. I'm I'm pretty kind of a bad boy, I guess. Yeah, I, you really I've are. I've had a bunch of Sunday haircuts and I'm kind of a, an outlaw. So keep that in mind. Really breaking the law. Um, I'm surprised, though, because I just have never heard about this before. It, but yeah, clearly wasn't that enforced. The, the the bill to repeal the law had to get introduced at the state Senate because it was an actual law in the books. So they had to go through the whole the whole shebang, the whole process. And by removing the outdated unnecessary law such as this, these businesses will be provided with an additional opportunity to recover financially as we work to rebuild our local and state economies. So they build it as a way to help everyone get back on their feet, which you just got to love New York City, man. Let me talk to 2021. You know, the the thing you've been doing, it's cool to do it now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that was New York. And this next one, uh, Hawaii plans a goat lottery. I'm going to say that again. Oh my gosh. What? Hawaii plans a goat lottery to clear animals from the national park. I don't even know what that means. Well, you're about to find out. Okay. Hawaii plans a special lottery to distribute some unusual prizes about 700 goats who live in a national park. So the Department of Land and Natural Resources said the goats are being rounded up. And I'm not going to be able to pronounce this well. Uh, Huanu. Uh-huh. National Historic Park. Yes, that's the one. That's probably butchered. I've heard but, of that. But everyone, just please forgive me because uh, I am not native to the area. Uh, where they are considered invasive species, uh, the department will distribute these animals to permitted members of the public. So you're going to be able to basically get a goat lotto strip. You get a goat? And they are going to draw all these lottery balls. And then if your number comes up, you get a goat. Oh, my gosh. Because they're trying to remove these goats from this park because they are eating all of the native Things. flora and fauna. Sure. And they want to reintroduce native species. So they're trying to get these goats privately owned. What I'm curious about is what if you don't want a goat and well, you just like are forcibly. You don't have to take a given, goat slip. OK. You don't have go. to take a goat slip. I was like, is this a community forced goat <laughs> gathering? Like <laughs> They're forcing what? everyone to take a goat. <laughs> Random question of the day, Eric, is if you had a lifetime supply of the last thing you ate, what would be your everyday feast? (laughs) The last thing I ate. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I'm not going to count breakfast because that doesn't make this question any fun at all. Because I don't want a lifetime supply of instant oatmeal. I know. Yeah. My breakfast is very boring. So let's go to yesterday. Yesterday. What did I have for dinner? I had... (laughs) Oh, I was watching the NBA finals, so I had uh, garlic parmesan wings. 
Wow. So that's what I'm having for. I'm going to have some very strange, probably, you, probably like uh, acid reflux issues. I think you're you're going to be like um, your your like pores are going I'm to be spewing. Yeah, garlic I'm be very parmigiani. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Wow. How did you make these? Uh, I went to a place to get them. Oh, good. For you. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I procured those wings. So who's going to be providing you wings for the rest of your well, life? Well, it was Deschutes Junction last night because everything oh, was so yeah. crowded. Right. Um, and that's right by my house. So I went and got some wings there and watched the basketball game. They have really good there. pizza. They do. Yeah. They do have good pizza. Well, that's really fun. Um, I indulged a little bit last night and had a particular craving for Rice Krispie treats. Which, oh, my goodness. To be honest, isn't really out of this world. But I walked to the convenience store like a real 10-year-old. And then I went and got the Rice Krispie bar, which tastes terrible compared to like regular homemade. But it'll do. It'll suffice. Oh, those are good. Here's the thing, Eric, is that I spiced it up just a notch because I was feeling wild. <laughs> that if I'm going to make the trek all the way here, I'm going to get the Rice Krispie treat that's dipped in chocolate. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing was the world's greatest chunk of mysterious product You've I've ever You've never had eaten. that? I have never had the dipped Rice Krispie treat. Was it the chocolate flavored one that was dipped? It was the regular flavor. That's that the was one. Dipped. Oh, holy cow. So the chocolate one that's dipped doesn't do it for me. But the regular flavor one, Man. when that one gets dipped, game changed. Game changed. Such a good It treat. definitely gave me acid reflux. <laughs> so I think we're both going to be taking Tums for the rest of our we're lives. We're going to be refluxive, if you will. <laughs> Before we wrap up the show completely, Eric has lots of announcements. You have many things that that's going on this month. I'm Mr. Announcements. Um, so... This Saturday at Craft Kitchen and Brewery, I will be headlining a comedy show put on by, of course, Apocalyptic Productions, Miss Katie Ipoch, uh, and then, of course, Craft Kitchen and Brewery. So that'll be fun. And then... Where you can get your tickets at? Tickets at benticket.com. Perfect. And I believe they're still available. We're back to general admission because we aren't at limited capacity anymore. Isn't that wonderful? So there wonderful? should be some more available. Good. Uh, they sold out pretty quick during the pandemic. I think they might still sell out, but there's tickets available. I think one of the coolest things about Kraft, too, is that food cart that's right there. They're, yeah. It's incredible. It's such good food. I always kind of forget that. And then yeah. I order food there. And I'm like, why don't I ever think about this? That place? fried chicken I daydream about every day. And they make an incredible Philly cheese. Yeah, yes, they do. Really good. So it's an awesome setting if you've never been to Kraft. Um, and good beer, too. Really good beer that they brew. Totally. So, um, so that's a great combination. But you also have another really big project coming right, up. Right, right. So on the 13th and 14th of August, my comedy group, Handsome Naked, will be in from out of town to do shows at Silver Moon, uh, which is very exciting. We're doing two shows at 8 o'clock, one Friday, one Saturday. Tickets are still available for both of those. We have VIP tickets available, cool. which include, include a meet and greet and wristbands. Ooh, fun. And uh, the show's going to be a lot of fun. We have a couple of local openers on each night. And then we're going to be doing our set that uh, was, you know, some of it was seen on NBC and some of it was uh, on our album, which was on the Billboard Top 10 comedy albums uh, last year. So we're excited to be in Bend and we're hoping everyone comes on out. And the tickets for that are on Eventbrite at the moment. Okay, great. And also Silver Moon has such an amazing venue for local artists to come in. Now, we've talked briefly about Handsome Naked before, but perhaps this is the first time somebody's hearing it. So can you describe what Handsome Naked is? Yes, that's probably smart. (laughs) Handsome Naked is a comedy rap group. So it's a little like a hip hop version of Tenacious D, which is Jack Black's comedy group, if you've ever heard of them or like the lonely island which is andy sandberg's comedy group if you've heard or seen of them 
but we kind of do our own version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we're on stage, we do sort of our, our producer just plays the piano and we do everything kind of acoustic. Uh, yeah. So it looks a lot more like a stand up show, but it's uh, it's all comedy, hip hop music, stuff that you've never heard hip hop songs about. We have awesome. six songs about sandwiches, for example. <laughs> uh, so it's would. a lot of fun. And despite the name, it is totally PG-13. We do not. We don't go too crazy with vulgarity, despite the name being Handsome Naked. We are always clothed. <laughs> Very good to know. And you can get those tickets to see Handsome Naked August 13th and 14th at where? Uh, that's eventbrite.com. And it's just Handsome Naked Live is the name of the event. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Eric. Thursday mornings are just the best. And I always look forward to them. Thank you for continuing to have me. <laughs> can't wait to visit next week. I can't wait. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.